Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. <laughs> All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. So, you guys uh, scurry through this, scurry out of the abandoned house and out of another alleyway, find yourself in the merchant's district, a little bit closer to where you need to be than when you started. Luckily. Let's see if we can find some dark colored cloaks. Well, yeah, everybody else is wearing black cloaks. So, well, that's that's the thing about, okay, so that's the thing about this town, Eric, is that people seem to be overly cheery. Surprisingly so. Most, a lot of people, I would, most, a lot of people, are wearing like dark cloaks and have hoods on in a classic D and D kind of a sense, but for the most part, you you feel like there's a there's a like an air of forced happiness. Everybody's um, on the side, and especially with the upcoming arena championship, uh, people are you know putting up decorations and you know you can see flyers and things for the championship belt coming up, and in in general, people aren't unhappy. People are scared. But they're, you know, they're, they kind of like live with it day to day to the point where it's becoming normalized to them. Um, and to you guys, it's like, you guys got to kind of figure your way through this, uh, through this town a little bit, get a sense of what's up. Uh, you guys are, you guys travel to the merchant district. Why don't you make some search checks to find a good shop that might have what you guys are looking for? Oh, 18. Okay. Oh, I guess I'm still on 11. 16. Claudio leads the way in a good way this time. So, so Claudio leads you around a corner, and you guys are pretty quickly uh, accosted by a half a albino halfling looking for magic items. Right this way, we got all all what you need. Come right in, Fuzzy Dunlops, magic important. Right this way, boys and girls. Come on in. And he's like, come on, come on, come on. You look like you can use some gear. All, all the things that ultimate badasses need. Right in here. Come on in. Come on. In. And he's like, he's like pulling on your clothes, and like kind of like dragging you into the right. shop. I'm gonna watch, watch my purse. <laughs> um, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't try to rob you, but he does very much Kamaki man you into this shop, and you guys um, walk in, and it, it, and this place is, this place is very full. It's got all kinds of weird magic items that you've never seen before, things that you haven't heard about. It's like a, it's like a Walmart of of weird magic shit. And it's, you know, you see dragon skeletons hanging from the ceiling, neat knickknacks of various types, uh, many labeled with, you know, do not touch and warning hazardous material. Or Do you have any plain cloaks? You walk in and ask for some plain cloaks. And behind the counter, a uh, what looks like um, a rabbit uh, hops up. Okay. But it's like a rabbit with, like, you know, human a human-esque body. And you know, human-esque hands. Hey, what's up, Doc? <laughs> oh, hey! Welcome to welcome to Fuzzy's Emporium. I got everything that you guys need. What are you What are you looking for? Do we get three cloaks with big hoods? Cloaks? I got cloaks. I got capes. I got I got mantles. I got 
Uh, I got hairbrushes. I got, I got, I got coats. I got backpacks. I got windbreakers. I got ponchos. I got vests. Some big kind of cloaks. Yeah, he's got, he's got cloaks. As far as him being a rabbit goes, it's not the strangest thing that you guys have seen before. You know that some, some of the things that happened during the automaton crisis caused certain people to mutate or change, or, and some people just turned into, you know, weird monsters. So, rabbit person isn't the, uh, is the most shocking thing. So yeah, he he can show he shows you around the shop, and you guys are able to find whatever you guys uh, wanted to buy. Suzanne, I think that you mentioned you wanted like some bracers of armor, mm-hmm. and boots of jumping. Eric wanted boots of jumping. Oh, and here it's Andy Haversack. And a, and a good backpack. Rob, what are, you, what are you looking for? Well, I was thinking about either getting I can I can get one or the other. I can get either the slippers, or I can get a mithril shirt with shadow. Oh, he's like, so. oh, oh yeah, man, you want myth you want mithril coats? Oh, I'm ready. I got, a, I got a suit of armor pr- put you into a state of ultimate badassery. Check it out. See this thing right here? You do not want to fuck with me. Don't worry, buddy. Me and my assortment of ultimate badassery will protect you. Check this out. I got independently targeting, disintegrating beam phalanx. Fuck! Fry half a city with this puppy right here. He, like, goes over and slaps a fucking, like, fucking weird mechanical object that you have no idea how to work at. You're like, no, we got smart arrows. We got phase pulse plasma blasters. We got magic wands. We got RPGs. We got potions. We got poisons. We got psychic stones. We got electric ball breakers. We got swords. We got axes. We got knives. We got sharpened sticks. You want some mithril? Got that too. Um... (laughs) After you know, quite a, an hour I mean, or two. I'll take some plasma yeah, you can, those uh, he, it's essentially just a hand crossbow that, that shoots uh, unlimited magic arrows that do a d6 instead of a d4, do uh, an extra d6 of fire damage. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, four thousand gold. Sounds about right. It's a pretty good enchantment for four thousand gold. Yeah, unlimited bolts. So is it is it is it automatic? Uh, not quite automatic reloading. It'll take a movement action to reload it. Eric, you know what you want to get, though, right? I know what I want to get, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull uh, Fluffer Fluffer here. I can't remember his name. Fluffy Fluffy Dunlop. Fluffy Dunlop here aside, so specifically Crunk can't hear. Hey man, you know I, you know real quiet. <laughs> Trying to find some magic manacles for just in case. He's like, oh yeah, buddy, don't worry. We got a bunch of those on aisle three. <laughs> Check them on out. He's like, you like. Pulls out this weird thing. It looks like a fucking Gatling gun, but it's got like wand attachments. He's like, for fifty thousand gold, you can get this puppy. Stick a couple disintegrator rays and shoot three wands per round. It's awesome. <laughs> he like starts charging it up. <laughs> oh, uh, on my own, I'll go check out the manager. While he's doing that, I'm gonna like kind of distract Kronk. Might be asking Alan if I can borrow some money to grab like, some manacles. Can we? Can we? Could we have had this like a little conversation before? Yeah, we did in that tree when Here, he yeah. and ran it out. Yeah, well, when he ran it out and we were bonding in the tree. Um, why, don't, why don't you two? Why don't you two roll persuaded persuasion checks? So against who? Against fuss, Fluffy. Okay. Fuzzy. Add your charisma and your skill bonus. So I got a nineteen. I got a nineteen. <laughs> okay. So you. Same. Um, you guys are able, you guys talk him down a little bit. He's like, oh yeah, you guys bought that stuff on the side? I won't tell my manager, I'll slip it in for free. And he'll, he'll just let you, you guys can just get the manacles, don't worry about the, the cost. Take the, the, the 
boots of jumping at plus 15. Okay. And why don't you also take take the manacles in the backpack? Can't afford the backpack and the boots as per 3.5 purses. It's okay. You got you did well enough on your check that you're able to talk him down. He gives you a pretty good deal. He's fluffy Dunlop. He's got he's got connections. Um and Suzanne, he's also going to throw in a wand of haste with three charges on it. Sounds good. Oh, I have a hamster. I keep forgetting I have a oh, hamster. Oh, yeah. Don't think about you get some armor for your hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, what did you get? I probably want the crossbow. Basically, if I want one thing, I can't get anything else. Or, you know what? I'm just going to get the crossbow. Sounds good. So, you guys, um, you guys get a sweet haul from Fuzzy. You buy up all these sweet magic items. You get a few extra prizes because you're, you're wheeling and dealing. And... You guys head back, and it's and it's probably pretty late at this point, so you guys head back to the Baron's estate to, to rest. On your way back, you guys leave the shop, and outside there's a... Um, I'm hooded and cloaked, and hopefully these two are also. Okay. Um, on your way out, you guys go through the Merchant's District towards the Noble's District, where the Baron's Manor is. And you guys pass this one theater, and outside of it, it's a theater. Oh, you guys pass a theater, and it's kind of a dilapidated-esque theater, but it is theater. And um, outside there's a mustached man with a tall top hat who's yelling about the great show. Come on down to the theater tonight to witness the marvels of the, you know, wondrous Madame Moya and her delectable crew as they put on a show for you. Ho-ho! Come to the theater! My dears. Don't look over at Crunk. He may be feeling all changey. We feel like you still got, got some time. I think I think we should be good for a while. No, yeah, you, you, the full moon's passed. You're fine. Oh, I thought it, was, thought it was the night before, during, and the night after. Yeah, but Ron's a weird variant of the way we're at that's not <laughs> really weird. It does, you know, right now, he's only he's only affected on the way. Um, and Rob, also, I forgot, after you changed into a were rat, your were ratness went up a little bit. Yep. Why don't you give yourself a um, extra point in the wear rat and, and gain one point of dexterity. So, you do you, do you guys go to see, see a show? Oh, people want to go see a show? I mean, I guess. You guys, you guys go in. It's um, a silver piece for the, for the... Or you can pay ten gold pieces for a box. I'm good. Will we all be able to go to the box? Yes. The box is seat five or six. So you guys could sit all by yourselves up in a box for <laughs> ten gold. I'm gonna pay for that shit, take us out for the night. Alright. Um, you guys also get a complimentary glass of wine to go with the show. Oh, he's, chug, um, chug, chug. I'm gonna bless it. <laughs> His, yours tastes a lot better than the other two's. Um <clears throat> but and it's it's a pretty good show. It's just it's um the act starts out uh, following a farm boy whose parents are murdered by a bunch of bandits. He joins a group of rebels and rowdy ruffians who find a way into the castle and blow it up by via entering a sewer pipe and planting bombs after a crazy wagon chase. About halfway through, the main character real- learns that the villain of the show is his father. Oh, God. Sounds like Hamlet. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> they're, they're everybody wielding, dies. And they're wheel- yeah, everybody dies, and they're all wielding uh, laser swords. Anyway, and it's a good show. It's, you guys really enjoy it. Woo! Um, yeah. I, throw, I throw some cap at the stage. Yeah, it's called Moon Battle. 
because it all takes place on the moon. Space Forces? Oh, it's called Space Force. <laughs> yeah. Space Force and then Space War. Uh, all right, I'm going to throw five chopper at the stage. Yeah. It's pretty, and you know, you guys enjoy the night. It's a good show. On your way out. Throw a rocket to the stage. Nobody could ever get to the moon. <laughs> it's all a hoax. <laughs> it's flat. Um, on your way out, you guys are once again pestered by people in the streets, but this time they're not as pushy about the whole thing, and they give you flyers for the next show, and when you actually look at it, you realize that it's something different. It's a new, it's like a newspaper, and in this newspaper, there are articles. It lists events that have happened in the city recently, local news, including uh, Battle Initiative 201 and other you know, initiatives and things that are going to increase the power of the Raven Queen and the Watchers and crimes of the Watchers and how they have let buildings burn down because the people didn't pay them to save them or, you know, taking bribes or allowing the green slime to be sold on the street regardless of whether or not they know that it's having, it's causing ill effects to some of the citizens. And it, this in this report, you know, it details a bunch of these different things. Uh, it seems to be some kind of anti-propaganda showing that the the queen and her um, people are pilfering the treasuries so that they can make this massive arena on top of the Lizardman holy site so the queen can have her games. Well, she only has a 42% approval rating. The angels indiscriminately kill people when they think that they, when they start slashing. Everybody lives in a state of terror if they're poor and drugs flow through the streets. Uh, these drugs, this green slime, cause hallucinations and unconsciousness. People are worried, stuff like that. It's all kind of like weird, and it's coded and cryptic. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, weird, weird stuff. Look for the secret code. Uh, roll for secret code. Roll decipher script. Uh, <laughs> that's like an actual skill. Four. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just gonna look at what. Eight. Um, Fifteen. Sixteen. Twenty-three. Intelligence. Forty-two. <laughs> four. Uh, so the sound one of my skills. Uh, four. Four. Eight. Fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three. Twenty-three to decipher script. That's also creepy and weird. Uh, yeah, that is a little weird. That is super Why? creepy and weird because we were just talking about yeah, how it's one of the numbers. The secret code it's is one of the numbers. numbers. Oh. Ooh. Okay. So anyway, too weird, getting weird, creepy, something <laughs> like that. You guys go back home and sleep a restful sleep at the Baron's Manor. So we don't decipher anything. Um, no. Get drunk with the Baron. You, you guys is are. Is he hanging out there? Uh, the, no, the Baron's not back yet. Uh, you know that the Baron's not going to be back uh, for at, at least... Should we throw parties at his house? Uh, yeah, good one. Um, <laughs> you know that the Baron's not going to be back for at least two Party. weeks because he's not going to be in time for the uh, party, which the Raven Queen is hosting, which you guys are supposed to go to on Friday. Now that the day has gone by, it's now Monday. Right. right. Yes, right. Yes. We're all going to nod in agreement. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Monday. Okay. So it's now Monday. You guys wake up. You have a sweet breakfast. Jaren cooks you a nice hot meal, some eggs and bacon. You guys discuss what you want to do for this next part of the adventure. You have three real options. You can go and look for Balacard, uh, which involves trying to contact uh, Richard Whitehorse, the emissary. You can go and investigate the Church of St. Cuthbert and try to find clues there that connect 
to why this were rat conspiracy is looking into this weird church that was destroyed 20 years ago. Or you can take the goods that are in your wagon to the abandoned house in one of the city districts and try to set up some kind of like sting operation or something for these were rats. So yeah, what do you guys want to do? You guys have to find, if you want to go and search for the abandoned house. The, the, the church sounds <laughs> the least dangerous right now. Uh, it does, yeah. Hopefully there's only some spooky ghosts or something and, you know, aren't getting hunted out by the watch. Rob, are you cool with that plan? Yeah. So you guys eat some breakfast and you head towards the Church of St. Cuthbert. And you guys walk over to it and it's got, you know, caution tape around it. And it's got a sign that says, you know, do not enter. And, Gosh. um... We'll look around before we pick it out. Okay, make some perception checks. Uh, 22. Natural. And you guys look around before you go in, and see any angels or watchmen. Um, you and uh, Claudio and Suzanne, you guys don't. But Rob, you see a um, you like go to just to, to like pull away some precaution tape, and you see a blessed angel. Its wings flare up as it like notices you like moving inside the caution tape. If you wait a minute or two, it like. The, it flies away. Yeah. You guys, okay. like, go in, go, like, make like you're walking down an alley or, like, pretend to go into a coffee shop or something. Just mm-hmm. keeping an eye out. Wait till the coast is clear and after it flies away, we'll go stumbling down our way. Okay, so you, you, you want to, like, sneak in or something like that? Kind of thing? Like, try to find a back door or something? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Make some um, stealth checks, everybody. Uh, it's pretty easy to find your way around behind this thing and then, like, you know, to where where the burnt-out back door is. What? What do I have for stealth? Dex. Uh, 22. Okay. Rob? 19. Okay, so between Rob and Suzanne, you guys are able to, like, help Claudio sneak into Claudio, this. get your shit together. You guys sneak past the sign that says, Condemned. By order of the infallible wisdom of the almighty Raven Queen, entry prohibited. And you guys sneak into the back of this church. Mostly this place is in, is in complete and utter tatters. Rubble is strewn around the uh, ground. Burnt pews cover parts of the main section of the floor. Why don't you guys make some search or survival checks to like search around this place? 24. 17. Rob, you're able to look around and more towards the entrance, um, you're able to like peer out of the window and you can see that same blessed angel looking at the church and then you watch as she flies off. And you peer at the ground and you notice that there's a small pile of bones. Claudio, you're searching around back by the pews and you find a really strange spot on the floor where the brick pattern doesn't seem to match. And Aelin comes by and note, as she notices you do this, and she's like, this has been worked by magic. And you're able to, Aelin, you're able to look at this spot and, like, focus your magical energies, arcane energies inside, and you're able to basically turn this lock on this stone under this altar, and it, and it slowly slides out of the way, revealing a tunnel leading down. Spooky. <laughs> so you guys go down this tunnel? Yeah. Uh, hey guys, there's a tunnel. Time. Detect evil on the hall. You do not detect any evil here. Okay. 
I didn't attack magic, but I think I already did, so... As you guys make your way down this tunnel, you guys recognize that there have been some other footprints. And they're hard to distinguish from, like, the dust on the ground, but it is relatively easy to tell that these were the footprints of some kind of humanoid creature with a pod foot. Probably a rat foot. More fucking rats. Alright. And you guys make your way down this tunnel until it, it opens up into a small crypt. And there's like a number of, uh, of graves and some indentations in the walls. And maybe 30 feet away from you on the other side, you can see a bricked up wall that has been like torn down. And beyond it, there's an en- what looks like an entrance into the sewer system. At the just in front of this entrance to the sewer system, there is what looked what there is this a strange creature. It's definitely some kind of man, but it's curled up into um, a fetal position and it's incredibly skinny. And as you guys as it as you guys like walk down this tunnel, trying to be as quiet as you can, it still manages to hear you, and it like looks up. You guys recognize what looks like a Google. And around its neck, Eric, you recognize a symbol, a holy symbol, of St. Cuthbert. Why is he smoking? <laughs> um, they all turn into ghouls? Ghouls. He, well, he, like, slowly hunches himself up. He doesn't stand all the way upright. He's still, like, hunched over and knees bent. Arms, like, swinging at his side slightly. Drooling. Detect you. You detect evil. The mighty undead. And um, mm-hmm. this this creature, he stands up and he says, The bandit set fire. Fresher claimed soul. Undead mad grave-touched ghoul. Frequent abilities? I know them not. Clerics of Weedross patrolled this spot. <laughs> How can I help you, my children? And he, like, shambles forward a little bit. Uh, do you need healing? Uh, you alright? Snakes and oysters dancing on the head of a pin. They jumped from my loins fully formed. I ate them. <laughs> I ate them. <laughs> oh, you know, right? <laughs> I think we got a, a, a cracker. <laughs> um... What's down here? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And he stays ten feet back away from you. His eyes are red, festering skin, but his body seems very, very frail. He wears the tattered remnants of, of a once fine robe of St. Cuthbert. He's like, so, Claudio, as you ask what's down here, I went searching, and they came for us. The sinner sanctum holds the knowledge. Mother Magnet is, is, is a liar. Don't trust them! Don't trust them! The green skins, they're real. Hey, he's right here. Not them, not them! Clerics are fools. They feed the queen without them knowing. How do the clerics feed the queen? Their power is stolen. (laughs) They're fools. Just like I was. The green, it's coming for them. Came for me. What happened to you? Can't remember. The queen and... The clerics are feeding the queen. Stolen! Stolen! 
follow the book, Find the Sanctum, Under the Sinners. I went there just recently. And then I... Then I... And then I don't remember. Alright. Well, obviously it didn't end well for you. Are you feeling a bit dead? 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 Dead! And he, like, starts, like, shrieking a little bit, and he, like... Um, and he, like, retreats towards the entrance of the, towards the sewers a little bit. Shut up! Sorry. I want to ask you. Stolen power, find the source. Mother Maggot hides the course. Balakard was right! (laughs) You know where Balakard is? Balakard and Balakard. Hey, he just visited. Just recently. Is there another entrance through the sewers that isn't this building? Yeah, at the back of this room it leads into, like, an area of the sewers. Rob, you know that the sewers of this city are incredibly complicated and twisting and turning. They Mm -hmm. were built before the upper section, area after the automaton crisis destroyed the upper part of the city. Okay. They're ancient sewers. Right. Very complex. On map. Okay. You're a cartographer at our party? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know from your rudimentary knowledge of um, the city that the Church of St. Cuthbert was mostly destroyed, um, was, excuse me, was destroyed 20 years ago during the automaton crisis, and all of its players were uh, killed during that time. Okay. So this guy's probably been dead for like 20 years. Okay. Make a, make a, uh, perception check. Make some perception checks to kind of decipher this guy's crazy ramblings. 16. Maybe I'll send some motive on him to see if there's anything there. Sure. You guys kind of like listen to this ghoul kind of ramble at you for a little bit and from his you know, gibberings and jabberings you guys are able to understand that he still thinks that he's alive. You're able to figure out that this is in fact Vorsk, the guy who wrote the book on the secret history of Greyhawk and the last thing and the only thing that he really remembers is the last thing that he did, which was go to this place called the Sinner's Sanctum and talk to somebody called Mother Maggot. Mother Maggot? Right. Sounds like the tyrannical queen. Maybe. Um, the Maggot Queen. Pretty, pretty weird and cryptic shit. He doesn't really make a lot of sense, quite frankly. Does it sound reminiscent of our uh, little vision? Yes and no. I mean, he's doomsaying, so it's like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like the end of times kind of shit, where it makes some sense, but he doesn't seem to really be able to, like, coherently remember enough. Like, he's got this whole... He's fucking dead, so... Yeah, right. He only remembers the last bit of his living memory, which isn't mm-hmm. enough for him to give you a good explanation of what the fuck he was even doing for but so it really comes down to the the Raven Queen stealing divine power, the sinner sanctum somewhere in whatever that story is about. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe, your DM, your host, and your personal chef. Chicken and waffles, baby!
Real quick, I want to apologize for the sound quality in a couple of the episodes. I know that it's rough. We got better mics as the show goes on. Um, so please just bear with us, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to fix it and we have more time. Real quick, our sponsor this week is Cranky's Sleepless Mattresses. Are you tired of getting a good night's sleep? Do you want to wake up with back pain and a bad attitude? Try Cranky's. Come on down to Cranky's today and get 50% off one of the worst mattresses you've ever slept on. Let me once again thank the Steadwells for allowing us to use their music on our show. You guys are the best. If you guys are interested, don't forget to check out the Vanilla Dice Podcast. These guys are really getting my goat, haha. <laughs> so I get a word from Professor Oak that I should come down and get my fucking Pokemon or whatever, and I come in and choose Bulbasaur, and these guys fucking take Charmander, and now I'm screwed because I don't have any fucking water types. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, tell your friends. We're on Facebook, we're on iTunes. I'm pretty sure you can find Vanilla Dice on iTunes and Instagram. Just try to like and subscribe to the show and tell your friends. Thank you so much for listening. So you try to like move past him and like, okay, and he like hisses and like goes around like to the side or whatever and so that you guys don't like get within 10 feet of him at any point. And you guys go into the sewers and it's dark, uh, but you guys have means of Right. And you guys see a bunch of bones of dead creatures. Some of them look like rats, some of them look like dogs, some of them look like people. You're not 100% sure, but they're scattered all over this little section. Notice a bunch of footprints similar to the ones of those that you found coming in here. They look like giant rat prints. I cautiously follow this rat trail. You follow this, this these footprints through the sewers until it gets to a point where the where it's like graded off, and you can see like some like scuffling on the ground, and then and you guys can't go beyond the grades. Like they turned into a small rat. Great. So you guys do um you guys do have to look around town a little bit to f- try to find this abandoned house. You know the street and uh, house number, but you don't know the district that's mm. in. Quest update, you have to find the center sanctum and the abandoned house in the, these districts. Alright, some shady bars. Let's go ask about the center sanctum. So, you guys find your way back to the surface. You reappear in the Nobles district. Third district we're not allowed to be in? You guys haven't tried to get into the Champions district yet, okay. but um, you guys are, might have issues. Okay. So, why don't, we, why don't we do that right now? So, you guys go and explore. So, we come out of the church? Mm-hmm. No, you come out of a sewer grate. 
you can, like climb a ladder and open a sewer manhole cover and pop out. Make sure there's no busted angels flying overhead when we come out. Yeah, you're fine. It's not illegal to venture in the sewers. (laughs) So where do you guys want to go? Let's go to the Champions District first. Okay. See what's going on. See what's going on over there. So you guys make your way to the Champions District. And as you guys get there, the crowds start to thick, get thick, and there's a wait at the gate. Um, and you notice that they're, you know, checking people. And they turn pretty much everybody away who just, who's not on business or who does, who's not bringing something in. Guys, we already had uh, some trouble with the watch. Security clearances. No oh. sense in uh, getting ourselves looked at. Extra. You got press passes. I mean, so, we could just, you know, spank them. So you guys try to go through this checkpoint into the into the Champions District, and one of the guards wearing his classic guard uniform with his fucking baseball cap is like, Hey, you! You do not have enough renown to get in here! And you guys are turning. You guys enter a loaded screen, and you're kicked out of the Champions District. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Hey, I don't know who you are. You're not allowed in here. You don't have the right paperwork. They uh, kind of block you guys from getting in. While you're there, you see a uh, pair of, a, a number of warrior-esque looking fellows. They're all on horses and they're trying to get into the Champions District. One of them's wearing a turban and he's uh, he's like, this is ridiculous. I'm Lord Killraven's lieutenant. I'm part of his arena team. Of course, I must be allowed in there. Watcher's like, well, I'm sorry, sir, but you're not on the list and I, don't have, I haven't heard of you, so I can't let you in. You'll have to go and find some." Going somewhere else. I'm sorry. I'm just doing my job. He uh, he like notices you guys like having some trouble too. This is madness. I can't believe that we aren't even allowed to go into the uh, go in and train for the arena. You guys look like a very venerable team. What's your names? I'm Sarah Did. I'm Cronin. We are the Turnip Wagon. Oh, yeah. I'm Claudio. Alan. I am the uh, main lieutenant of Lord Kilraven. And we are in charge of taking care of the outer limits of the kingdom. We hunt down vampires and lightning throws and the like. Uh, it's always good to see a paladin around. You are uh, an, un- an uncommon sight in these parts, but uh, welcome whenever I see them. Yes. Good to see somebody who respects the holy in these unholy days. Yes. These guards are really a pain in my ass, and they don't seem to follow the rules themselves, which I find particularly silly, but... What are you going to do? Um, are you guys intending to join in the uh, the arena? Uh, the champion's belt's coming up in less than a month. Uh, maybe. Right. Ah, well. Hopefully I'll see you in there. If not, maybe at the... Uh, maybe at the party later this week. But I must... Uh, I'm going to go and try one of the other entrances. Good luck. Thanks, you too. Um, he kind of he uh, he rides off with a couple of buddies. With his buddies. Personal one. What was his name? Sarah Din. Sarah Din. Sarah Din. Okay. And he's a you know a handsome dark skinned dude. Got a turban. His buddies are all, him and his buddies are all vampire hunters. Seems like a friendly guy. Nice. Uh, Eric, if you cast detect evil, he is not evil at all. He's a pretty pretty upstanding. Got Van Helsing tattooed on his forehead. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a big V. Um. So yeah, you guys are not allowed to get into the uh, Champions District. All right. Um. Stupid bitches. So suck it. 
I don't want to beat up the guards and going in. Going in. Sounds like a terrible Sounds like a quick save first. So, <laughs> you guys have already searched around the merchants' district and the nobles' district. So there's just the sunrise and the sun and shadow shore. Um, the sunrise district is Paylor's. Shadow Shore is Hexdor's district. Okay. Um, all right. Let's go. Let's go find ourselves some real seedy taverns where uh, it looks like nobody's gonna, you know, be too suspicious when we start asking questions about uh, you know, where the center sanctum is. Okay. Try to find some older guys or. So you probably you probably want to head to the Shadow Shore for the seediest of taverns. Um. And you find your way, uh, you find your way there, um, and you pass a couple of weird shops. There's the, you know, the drugged owl bear, or the curious owl bear, whatever. <laughs> Full of drugs. Um, which is like a meat shop which sells exotic meats, and you pass and, a uh, insurance, a magic insurance company for all of your magic hazard needs. <laughs> and there's DM DRS services. Dimensional rift storage. You basically <laughs> buy like a, uh, a locker, locker portable hole. Yeah, a locker, which uh, you know you, you you get the premium package to get like a, a, a closet. You know the deluxe package to get like a whole the thirty by garage. thirty by thirty. It's like you know, that storage locker place, like Monsters Inc., where they've got all the doors going through the place and like oh, bring up your door, <laughs> go through and giant room. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you guys find your way into a seedy-looking tavern, one that Rob remembers is a relatively popular and scummy place mm. called the Ogre's Hideout. So you guys head into the Ogre's Hideout. You can hear a quite a large commotion coming from inside um, as you hear a bunch of voices. <laughs> and uh, they're all pretty dumb and awful, making terrible fart and butt jokes, dick jokes and shit. Yeah. Beautiful. And it's you guys walk in to see a a bunch of hobgoblins, a troop of hobgoblins, who look like they've taken over about half of this bar, and they're making quite the ruckus. And on the other half of the bar, you see a a dwarf with a peg leg and a, and an eye patch, cleaning a dirtier cup with a dirtier rag, kind of like fearfully like grimacing at the the uh, hobgoblins whenever one of his other customers or patrons goes by them as they are, you know, knocking things off the table and harassing his servers. But he looks like he's too afraid to do anything. I'm gonna walk up to old one eye. <laughs> Bring in a nail. Oh, howdy, mate. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Oh, there'll be one, one silver piece. All right, all right. One of the, uh, the hobgoblins calls over. He's like, hey, look at boss. Chicken boy came in. <laughs> chicken boy, nice helmet, chicken boy. <laughs> they all start laughing at you. <laughs> this is a good owlbear, man. <laughs> well, it was called the Ogre's Hideout, not the Owlbear's Hangout, silly goose. <laughs> oh, yeah, goose boy. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> all right, I'm going to quietly to the uh, dwarf, assuming he is up there in age. So you know anything about uh, the center sanctum? Dwarf, the, the one I dwarf the peg lane, like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, the Finner Sanctums, it's a, it's a sick house. It's a, in, in the Sunrise District. You just go over here, he gives you, he gives you the address. He gives you like, some quick directions of where to go. Uh, it's, you know, 
don't usually uh, people try to avoid the place unless uh, unless they're going to die. It's not somewhere you go when you're sick. It's you go to go to end your time. Okay, it's hoping to help some people out, but oh well. <laughs> I mean, if you can ease their sufferings, but that's uh, I wouldn't suggest it because uh, you never want to. I, I avoid those kind of places because most people do because you don't want to get no plague that they got it. bad for you. And you guys hear you guys hear the goblins on the hear the hobgoblins on the other side of the bar and it's like I once jumped over a thirty foot wide chasm filled with bobber to fight the cowardly dragon scum and I swear as to God he was uglier than that one and he points at Crunk. <laughs> hey, he's only kinda ugly. Calm down. <laughs> but one of the big uh, hobgoblins um, as you are talking to the, uh, as you're talking to the bartender, Claudio, he, like, comes up behind you, and he, like, slaps his sho- armor on your shoulder, and he's like, heck, look who we got here. Aren't you, uh, I, I got, I got, I got word that says that you're one of the Baron's new boys. Is that true? Hey, man, what about my cloak? Let's do well, thank you. <laughs> uh, I guess I got the Owlbear helmet out. Yeah, you got, you, yeah, I guess he would have recognized you. Yeah, he recognized you from your sweet helmet. <laughs> Baron's trying to make good friends with us. Yeah, he, Baron's an old friend of my own. Him and me worked during the atomic time crisis, but we go way back. Hope you guys had a good time. Oh, I, I certainly enjoyed those days. I'll look back on reminiscence. Uh, anyway, I was wondering if you would be interested in a friendly competition. That'll be, if you're into into it, us hobgoblins play a game called One of Three. And you hear the rest of the hobgoblins in the back, One of Three, One of Three, One of Three. And, they, and they're like, slap, and they all like get their coin purses out and they're like slapping them down. One, four, three, one, four, three. I choose the games, you pick which one we play. We all bet on it. What kind of games? I was thinking a race Jumping contest or animal wrestling competition. Alright. What'll it be? Big boy? Well, Unless your ugly friend wants to join in. How about that jumping contest? Alright. I, 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 I'll raise you one. You heard my story about jumping over a chasm with Blauag to get to a dragon, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got you. Oh, boy. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, Bartender, get us two more! And the bartender's like, oh, goes over and pours some whiskey. He comes over to you. Please get these guys out of here. Do my best. Take this jumping competition outside. I don't want to hit the roof. And he's like, <laughs> oh yeah, don't you worry. Uh, he, him, he's like, his guys all go outside. They get drinks and they uh, they go out. And he starts climbing a ladder up to the top of the building. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. Um, I guess I'll follow him up. Yeah, and he... Um, and he you know, he takes his shot, climbs the ladder. He's like, all right, here we go, here we go. Oof. By the way, my name's Baracus, and I'm the, I'm the leader of these here hops. Here's what we're going to do, owl boy. We're going <clears> to <throat> um, we're gonna get a good run and start. I'm going to mark it, because you chose it. I make the deal, you choose the competition, I go first. Okay. That's how this works. All right. I'm going to jump across this here roof and get as far as I can. And then you're going to jump. 
You get as far as you can. Whoever gets farther wins. Are we landing on the ground or on another roof? Um, you guys are landing, hopefully, on another roof. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he's like, you know, as he's explaining this, he's like taking off his armor and everything. And he's like, known to simulate danger, because without it, what's the point? I'm going to have my goons stand beneath us in the streets and poke spears at us. And his boys are shouting. They're like, yeah! Three, four, one! Three, four, one! Um, Different chant every time. <laughs> what, 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 one chant? for three. One, four, three! One, four, three! And they're like poking spears at you. He's like, don't hold back! He uh, he runs. He gets to, He goes to the very edge of the roof. He runs. He does pretty good on his jump check. And he... Lands on the other roof, which is about 30 feet away. Makes a pretty good jump check. All right. <laughs> and it's your turn, Eric. Um, oh, and they all bet, by the way. I don't know if you want to bet on this, if you guys want to throw down any bets. One of the hobgoblins is going to come up to you, Rob. And I'll make a bet. Smelly? <laughs> I don't know why all of them are shitting on you guys so bad. So, I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, they shit on me. The hobgoblins. <laughs> Put 100 silver on the... Yeah. One of them, like, on uh, Claudio. So, 10 gold? Well, specifically, I have a lot of silver sitting around. Okay, okay. So, 100 days. silver. Okay. <laughs> Aelin, did you want to place any bets? Sure. The goblins are eyeing you a little warily because they recognize you as some kind of spellcaster. I don't want to fuck with that because they figure that you'll cheat. Yeah. Cheater. Can't trust them. So. not a cheater. Um, but you, do you want to bet? Rob's yeah. in for 100 silver. Yep. Or 10 gold. Uh, I'll do 40 gold. Okay. Bets are placed. better do well. (laughs) Eric, make a jump. Um, I got a 40. Oh, my God. Eric, you (laughs) were... (laughs) I should have bet more gold. I rolled an 18, got plus 22. (laughs) I rolled a 17, and my guy also has a plus 22. So you win by the span of a foot. And he is, like, you could tell that he's a little, like, upset. Shit. He's like, all right. Well, yeah, bet's a bet. So. Good game, partner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I owe you a favor. What do you, what'll it be? Round of drinks? Yeah, sure. And he, so, uh, yeah, so Brackus invites you guys over to uh, his table with his hobgoblins. He buys you a round of drinks and a meal. And he, this dude is a crude, rude, slime dog scumbag. But, I mean, he's not, he's like one of those scummy people where, like, if he's in a good mood and he's doing, like... He's a friendly guy, you know? Right, he's a, he's a, he's a drug lord who's, who's doing drugs and having a good time. He's like, yeah. you know, you guys are drinking ale and have, smoking the long bottom leaf and laughing. The bartender's kind of, you know, ooh. But, you know, you guys help calm down the, his, you know, guys a little bit. Um, why don't you make some diplomacy persuade checks? What's, my, what's my payout from my betting? Three ones. So, so you bet 40, you get... I get 120. Yeah. Nice. Alright, so I got 30 gold back. Right. right. It's, an easy, it's an easy betting system. I was not paying attention, I'm sorry. The odds are always the same. 15. 22. 11. Okay, so Suzanne, you're kind of on the uh, the outer edge of the table. They don't you like drink, me anyway. 
<laughs> they, some of them flirt with you a little bit, but uh, they're mostly too afraid to really, you know, do, to get onto that. Eric, you're able to keep them from getting too rowdy and, like, breaking stuff. And Rob, they really take a liking to you. Especially Barakas. Yeah, two degrees. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they offer to make you an honorary member of their, <laughs> of their gang if you wanted to join. And these guys are the Knights of Red Hand. Um, and they even give you like a little red bandana. Nice. A member, honorary gang And and the and the bartender at the night at the end of the night thanks you for helping keep them from destroying his whole bar. And why don't you guys give yourselves an authority point each for taking care of this fight and making some new friends? Yeah. Because this could have turned out where you guys end up beating the shit out of these dudes in a bar fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, braggers. Yeah. And you know, and you guys like oh, throughout the night, you you learn that Baracus is actually one of the um, one of the pseudo nobles in town, and he'll be at the dinner party as well as he'll be fronting an arena team in the later arena competition. You guys do a little bit more exploring in Shadow Shore, and you guys are able to find the abandoned warehouse that you believe is the spot where these um, supplies, these grains from Ambermill, were supposed to go cook up this green slime drug for this way rat gang. As you guys are finishing up dinner, you guys hear this buzzing start coming from around you, right? And it's like in your head. You hear this... <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Now, coming live from the Scarlet Spire, CNN, Cleric News Network, reporting to your brain. <laughs> Please stop down to uh, GN, DN Services. Get more ductwork. Please stop by Fluffy Dunlops, Magic Import, for all your magic accessory needs. Please go to all of our other sponsors. Now, uh, the news. Dun-dun-dun! And you guys get to hear about all of this great work that the Raven Queen is doing, and all of the, the great things that are going on in the city, and how happy everybody is, and the approval ratings. Don't forget to vote for, um, for Proposition 201. Vote Tyranny today! Dun-dun-dun! And you hear this buzzing again. And then the news is gone. <laughs> and everybody around you says, Telepath marketing. Yeah, and why don't you guys take a moment to uh, level up to level five? Because you guys are there.